It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey everyone, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. The off season continues to trudge. And it's Wade McWayne and Ryan Call are here. Hello. Um, Hello. Yeah, it is, it is, you know, it, it was exciting. Now we're in the kind of like, this is like floppy seconds. That's what they should call it as the second part of Fraser. That's now the title of the podcast. Yeah. Floppy <laughs> second. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so then you get rid of some, because there's been some good, there's been some good, uh, some good sloppy, sloppy seconds. Well, we talk about uh, the one uh, Cooks, Brandon Cooks, uh, who everyone well, I think in fantasy in particular, he moves to Texas, but he moves to the Dallas Cowboys, which, um, you know, the Cowboys picking up some veterans now and, and Brandon Cooks, dang good wide receiver. Well, he gets, he's also the most traded player in NFL history now. Yes. He's tied with one other player. I think one other player has been traded four times. Um, Listen, I, it's weird because he just produces everywhere he goes. No matter, he never has a quarterback. And he's quiet so. about it. He's not. He's not one of these wide well, receivers. Like, look at me, look at me. Of, he's either quiet about it or he's just very quiet about how psycho he is, and no one ever talks about it because, like, yeah. don't mention Brandon Cooks. He's yeah. crazy. He will kill you um, yes. because he's for somebody who's traded that much. Like, you wouldn't. You'd think like this guy's a mess in the locker room, like To was, yeah, or something. Uh, but I think it's again what it what it showed me is two that two things. I think Dallas um, basically are out on uh, Odell now. Yeah, right. you would rather have Cooks. I would rather have Cooks in a second yeah. over Odell. One catch over a guy who catches every game. Well, yeah, right. right. Oh, yeah, exactly. You got Cooks who plays. In, oh, Cooks the number one. Probably. He's a wide receiver number one every game. So you know, it's well, he's with CD Lamb. He'll be like a number two. You know, wow. and, and they have Michael Gallup. So that's like a good one, two, three. Now, mm-hmm. Dallas has. You know, they've also let go of Zeke. So we've had the end of the. Yeah, I think Cooper well. Rush is gone too. So I mean, that's that's oh, a really man. sad time. The Cooper Rush know. era. Uh, Zeke, but yeah, no, Zeke has not found a home yet, and I think there's a lot of people looking. But then, well, you know, does anyone want to eat what Zeke? Uh, what what Zeke needs to be fed? Like that's the thing, right? It's not like he showed any explosiveness, and there's still mm-hmm. like tons. When, when of Pollard is out yeah. showing you every week, and also yeah, this well, whole sort of feed me mentality, he just seemed to get fatter and and and, and less. Well, he just, yeah, he just got less, less explosive there. The thing is, he can still be valued because he's a really yeah. good pass blocker. He's a really good pass blocker, and he's a really good goal line back. So he can get you those kind of ones we need. But it really depends on how much money he's willing to eat. If he only wants to go to um, a contender, mm-hmm. like you can see him going to someone like the Chiefs. You know, they can probably yeah. use him quite well. Um, or and the I think Bears, be, because again, they do have Pacheco and the way Pacheco runs. Yeah, um, yeah, he could go to the Bears. He could go. Someone said go to the Eagles. I think he would can like to do that. Uh, just yeah, to kind of they've gotten rid of Sanders, out. and they've done they uh, they've 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 mixed some but things up again, as well. It really depends because look, like look at the money that was getting out. Like you look at some of the other running backs. Like for example, uh, Buffalo signed like uh, um, Damian Harris for like yeah. one like under two million dollars. Like Damian Harris, it's a one year like it's a one year running back deals. It's prove yourself in a year, you know. And they're doing that a well, lot. The Bears did the same thing with Devonta Foreman. Great deal for them. Um, but uh, you know, no, you've got a guy who, who explodes, but that's the you're right, that's the new sort of dynamic of the running back game. It's just now, it's just like dude, there's like there's a plethora of them, like you mm-hmm. know, you had, um, Houston got uh Singletary from yeah. Buffalo, 
It's just everyone's just kind of moving around. They're all one-year deals. They're all just like, again, they're going to look to, and especially with the draft being heavy, like be a good running back draft, apparently. I don't really watch yeah. college football. I just go with what people, people say. But again, with, if that's the case, you can get a cheap rookie for four years, whether you're going to pay you know, eight million. No one's going to pay like six to eight million. Yeah, so that's I mean, like, the, the college system has outputted a lot of great running backs, and and teams are spoiled for choice. And you look at what the 49ers did, which was basically just goon for them, and a bunch of them are going to get hurt. But uh, well, just keep using that, a whole bunch of different ones. And Miami started to use the same. A lot of teams have started to go out, just get four running backs, cheap well, yeah, ones. That's the thing. You know? And uh, yeah, because it just it just seems like again you saw it with Philly the way they ran. Yeah, you get four racks, Burkheads, and uh, again, what do you need? But then again, it's tempting to get, say, I think I like Bijan Robinson. So sure. I, I really wonder in the draft, there's going to be that team that's just like, fuck it, I'm going, I'm taking them. Because again, is Dallas going to do it? Do, again, and also people like Saquon, they should be like happy about the franchise tag. It's $10 million, yeah. considering how running backs are not getting paid anything so i would well the dalvin yeah the dalvin cook situation is where does dalvin cook go you know like obviously the minnesota vikings aren't ready to go or deal with him so they've sort of moved on Uh, and so you look if they're going to go mckinnon way so dalvin cook you look at him as a forerunner you know somewhere but who's going to eat the money you know, whatever he's yeah. asking for. I, I don't know what his contract is off the top of my head, but I imagine it's it's one of those scary things. It's like, ooh, ooh, how much do you want? Okay. Well, you know, the CFL is just up there. Um yeah. there's no, you know, like why would you want to eat a quarter of your salary if you've got it if if I don't even know if 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 he's expecting 20 million or something like that, why are we gonna pay that? Um, yeah, for someone it's, who's not gonna deliver it's again the running back, it's a real shame because again, you've seen guys, even guys like you know, Asanaku had 38 touchdowns in the last yeah. two years. And their team's like, Yeah, all right, go, we'll trade you. Because <laughs> it's like there's just so many. It must have been like when like Tinder first came out, right? Yeah. And people were like, Wow, look at all these options I had. Yeah. I don't have to go with this. I don't have to keep this 30-year-old running back around. I got like a million other options out there because that's just unfortunately what it's like. And when it when a position and it's even kind of happening with tight end as well. Yeah. Where guys like Dalton Schultz probably thought like, oh, I'm gonna get three, four like the Bills look like idiots for signing Dalton. Uh, Knox to a big yeah. contract when guys at the same level aren't getting that much Tanya money. Because gets tight picked ends, up for cheap by the Bears, you know. Well, tight ends just haven't been effective lately. Like no yeah. one's, they just haven't been able to do anything. So, and, and there's only really like Kelsey. Even you know George Kittle fell off. You know, well, Dalton, really Dalton Schultz. I mean, you know, you look at the he, guy he who produced years, but, produced for the Cowboys. Yeah. Um. And then he's off, you know, um, it, it is tough. And I think when you look at it, when you've got this exorbitant spending on these certain key player positions, and if you are spending a lot in a defensive tackle and you spend this money in a guard and suddenly you realize, oh, crap, in a lot of these contracts come due. And that's what a lot of these teams are suddenly facing. It's like, oh, so we were able to bury the money for a while. And then suddenly that 35 million, 40 million comes owed. And and when you're, you know, it takes away a third of your, you know, or, a bunch two guys take away a third of your salary uh it's difficult because then you've got to look at well i can't ex- you know you can't spend money on big wide re- you can't spend as much 
Um, I think the, the, big, the, big, the bill always comes and it does. And you're seeing it for a lot of guys. And you sort of look and go, well, do I what I want a great running back or that great defensive tackle, uh, a guy who can not only penetrate, but get me a few sacks and, or open up for sacks. And, you know, basically one guy is the defense. So it's really tough for a lot of teams, you know, how you're spending and where you're going to spend with it. And, and you know, it comes down to Lamar, too. You know, like these guys, you mm. got to pay them a lot of money. Um, and, you know, you go. It's, I, yeah. I mean, Lamar has his it. own style and every team. I think that's the wary thing is. You know, Harbaugh worked with it, but Lamar's one of those guys you can't. It's he. He seems like he'd be tough to coach because a lot of what he does is improv. You know, yeah, he improvs a lot. And when you're trying to say, "Don't do that," and the guy's like, "Well, I found the opening. I did this. I got this." I think it's tough for teams that are looking. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm with the Lamar situation. It's I have no idea how this is going to end. Is the thing I don't think anyone does because there's a chance he just doesn't play for them because I think he's so dug in with this yeah. what he's been doing, um, and I think he's just uh, and he's not really talking because he doesn't have an agent because it's him. Well, so, yeah, and it's a different way. He's independent out, and put out his message, so no one knows what he's asking for. Nobody knows what he wants. Nobody knows yeah. like it's just this complete and may, just making him look bad because also the fact that he's representing himself when everyone knows that's always a bad idea. And except, I guess Larry Tunsil did it and did it well because he's only doing short terms. I think Lamar, with the way he plays, wants a long term deal. Bobby he, Bonilla. Not, That's what he wants. He wants a Bobby yeah, Bonilla wants, deal. Yeah, he's, he's getting paid. He's getting paid life. like at least 500 grand until 2050. And yeah, you know why? Look, I, I support the guy for you, for anyone who wants to go independent, you know, because if, if the system is always gamed by the agents and some guy who's a key marquee player decides that he wants to go on his own, fine. <laughs> and if the NFL says, don't talk to Ken Francis, um, which turns out Ken Francis is just a business partner. They're trying to do some fitness equipment. He's like, I'm, I'm not trying to do deals. Maybe he is. Who knows? Listen, um, the same the same thing happened with uh, Kawhi Leonard years ago for the Raptors, yep. and then like his uncle, yeah, was, like, sure. in the negotiations, and he started like demanding stuff apparently, and there was all these rumors. It's just there's always someone who's going to be like, yeah. I think what comes again, from a lot of yeah, when you come from families that don't have a lot of money, sometimes if you're a big family unit, and I'm sure like Lamar or, or other people who've had big family units, and you come from poverty. You want to protect it and go, you know what? Why am I giving this guy 15%? Why am I giving the manager 15%? Why giving this? Let's just keep the money, do this, and get <laughs> to paid. To do it so you don't look like an idiot as well, which is Well, if you know the system enough, and, and, the and hopefully he does. We'll see, oh, let's see is, how again, it plays out. This I'm whole excited. thing, this whole, again, and this has been said like a million times, but this whole thing is the Browns' fault. It's, it's the Browns, the, the Browns, Browns caused this whole situation. The Browns, with that, with yeah. that idiotic Deshaun Watson contract that is just now made. Lamar Jackson is unfortunately the one who went asking for it afterwards, and then like hell no. Oh man, it's like it's like buying twenty Hummer dealerships, isn't it? Like the for the city, it's like we got to sell all these Hummers. Because, you know, we got 20 dealerships and we got them for so many years. It's a lot of money, uh, man. And the bill comes due. It's hard to improvise. They're talking about getting Jerry Judy. But, yeah, you're right. The Browns, um, yeah, they're rubbing tugged out a deal. And But, you know, look, who knows? We we only saw part of Deshaun last year. He's still young. 
And and this could be he a was year. terrible last year. So he, he was not. But he, you know, look, he he hardly even played. He hadn't played any. He'd been so much time off. Um, less tug, uh, more rub. But they made I, a little trade. They made a little trade for Elijah Moore, which is yeah. good. Browns. Yeah, no. so that that was another little nice little move. A guy who just like, they got Barrios too, didn't they? No, I think uh, Barrios went um, to Miami. Miami. Yeah, yeah, Barrios. Yeah. Um, they have, I've got to check. It's, it's I think so, Elijah Moore is just one of those guys who's just furious with that's, the Jets, yeah, wanted to get traded. Yeah, so it's, I think, I think it's actually a really good trade for the Browns. And again, yeah. what it, what it really does is they, they now, I think it's the Brown or the Jets, sorry, now have pick 40, 43 and 44. Yeah. So I think what's inevitably going to happen with this whole Rogers, if you want to talk about this whole Rogers. Uh, Who? I don't, I don't know. I, I haven't been paying attention. Is he a new Kardashian? I don't see that. Oh, no. yeah, the, the drama. Um, apparently, I don't know if you heard this. Ayahuasca. Jake Paul apparently did um, ayahuasca for a week. Uh, you uh, go uh, ahead and then we'll talk about Jake Paul and ayahuasca. Okay. <laughs> Oh, no, you go with the Jake Paul. I was. Oh, I, I, it's, it's sort of it's it's sort of stymies the uh, the conversation. But apparently, yeah, that Jake Paul said that he did uh, ayahuasca with Aaron Rodgers for a week uh, no. to explain the, his you know his loss to Fury and and the sort of his his um, uh, capitulation mentality. Um, there is also a funny rumor that Rodgers didn't finish the four day in the darkness that he left after two <laughs> wow he even quit quit on his own darkness. i know i don't know if that's true it's just something i heard and if it's true it's funny I mean, even if it's not it's still very funny well the darkness, what wouldn't, was, it would, darkness wouldn't negotiate but hello uh, hello darkness my old friend yeah they were they were not friends um what i was saying though if they get two of the they get those two draft picks the 43 and 44 and i think that's going to be part of the compensation to green bay because i think they've been fighting for this first round pick and i think they're gonna be that's so we'll give you 43 44 and i think that the packers own 45 so it'd be like three in a row yeah i mean there's got to be something be- in the negotiations because obviously you know because the deal is not being done he wants to go to the jets but um Whatever the arrogance, you know, Jets are probably saying, "Screw that! I'm not. We're not going to pay this." Um, well, yeah, this is just going to be a stalemate. I guess they can. Yeah. It doesn't really affect anything. They can just wait. And I, what I read today is that they haven't really talked in the last yeah. week, so I'm not anticipating anything happening. Any, I think soon. they all need to go on a darkness retreat, like the, all the teams involved with Aaron, and then after Iowa, an enlightenment, a DMT, that's, you know. That's how you negotiate your contract in the darkness. No one exactly. can read you. Everything can be done on DMT. It's. I told you, my friend uh, it, it instructs people on DMT. I told him he should call himself a trip advisor. Okay. Um, Yay. He, he, um, wipes, he wipes people who shit themselves after taking it. Well, just, yeah, it takes, yeah, pretty much. Um, Aaron Rodgers, though, this whole drama, I think everyone just wants it to be done. It's, it's one of those things. It's going to be a jet. What's going to happen? What's going to happen to everyone? And the, the Patriots is sort of quietly sitting there, building up some of their own things, trading their own people. Um, well, it's going to it's going to it's going to happen. Yeah, I think, again, you know, they, they signed uh, a solid team hard. last year. The Patriots, I'm not saying they were solid enough that wow. they were contending. But, you know, it was that your division got to a point that all four of those teams at one point could have made playoffs. And the Patriots defense, um, you know, they've made some trades, but the Patriots defense kept them in a lot of games. Yeah, well, when you had Matt Patricia and calling your offensive plays, you needed someone to keep you in the games. Yeah. So they've got Bill O'Brien this year. I think, 
you know, they haven't done too. They got Mike Gusecki. Um, they signed in the sloppy yeah. seconds. Um, again, he's, he's a perfect fit to the Pats. He, he, yeah, he was another guy who probably thought he was going to get big money. Didn't didn't yeah. really happen. I think uh, he wants to play Miami twice because they didn't really yeah. use him. With Mike, no. Mike with Daniels, everyone thought like, oh, and they have Gusecki because he looked yeah. like he was going to be one of those guys that would break out, but just never did. But to me, it's just like the Pats, if the Rodgers goes, it's like the Pats are just weak, weaker almost across the board against all these teams roster-wise, you know. They're, they're the worst in quarterback. They'll be the worst in probably many categories. Secondary, they'll be like, they'll have a few little pieces, but unless Mac Jones and Bill O'Brien are able to gel and take this next step, um, it's going to be really tough. I could to even see, though, if Rodgers goes to the Jets, I could still see the Jets being fourth in that division. I could still see the Pats winning more games than them. If if they can't write that jet ship, which is just that careening well, again, plane. If Tua, into goes, the... if Tua gets paralyzed his first game or something, which well, I'm sure like, they're working. They're trying to happen. work on that because you know so, it's it's gonna be those weekend bernies where they're just pulling Tua out. Yeah. It's just strings. <laughs> I don't think did he throw that? No, there's a string there. Just yeah. <laughs> Tua with some AI and, and some Boston robotics. Yeah. Um Baltimore Nelson Aguilar they signed him. He's uh, he's been around. He's a he's a guy who's been around the Patriots, the the Raiders, Eagles. He's with Baltimore now. Who knows yeah. who's going to throw to him? Tyler Huntley. Um, and uh, DJ Chark, the the Panthers, uh, they're picking up some people. Um, obviously weird... they're trying to they're trying to gear up for quarterback, and they're trying to put some some players around DJ Chark. You know, they're starting to to move a few little pieces. Yeah, it's weird. It's like it's like they're getting all these guys to make like a playoff run when they don't even have a quarterback. It's a horrible division though, anyway. And that Carolina defense, let's not be let's not forget that Carolina defense kept them close in a lot of games and could have been a lot closer. They could have had a few more wins with it, but that defense was pretty good. Um, And you know, if they make a few moves and they've gotten rid of McCaffrey, they've liquidated, and they played last season like they had nothing to lose, and they still playing with nothing to lose. And that division is just a it's a turd fest now. So why wouldn't they? Who knows if Desmond yeah. Ritter is going to get the Falcons together? The Bucks, you know, Baker is going to what? Cook, cook in South Florida, and then the Saints. Well, you know, Derek well, Carr. I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting. It's like yeah, Listen, the NFC is just terrible outright compared yeah. to the AFC. So when there's only two or three good quarterbacks in the whole conference. It's all up for case. Like I could say, you could make an argument, and I don't think it would be far off that the Lions could go to the Super Bowl next year. I think what the Lions have done is just absolutely like they're just ready to load. They're gonna have like the sixth pick. They got two drafts. They're coming off a decent year with God. They still got loads of points scored. Them. Look, people are still I, drinking I that juice. They're still a couple years away. They're still a couple years away, man. I think they're ready to ready nah, to be a. They're big, not. Come on, you talk about a team fun. like the. A team like the Chiefs would still blow them away. They're not ready. Not They're a couple that. years I'm away. I'm saying, I'm saying in the NFC is what. If that's in kind the of NFC. my point. Yeah, I'm saying to get blown up by the is, Chiefs or any of the good I'm, AFC teams. No, yeah, but that's fine. I wasn't talking about that. No. I said in the NFC, you could argue that they're the, one of the best teams right now because there's not really that. Even the Eagles, who were so good last year, lost a lot of pieces on defense. 49ers are always going to be in the equation because the 49ers are stacked and they've always got that coaching unit and, and the way that they play Um, the Cowboys, 
you know, put some stuff together. We'll see how Dak does. And let's the Eagles were still building and they still made quite a few moves. They're going to make them very dangerous. Washington, I'll take the Lions. They get rid of Turd Snyder. Um, and then well, the Giants, I don't know. Giants spent all that money on Daniel Jones. We'll see what happens. You don't yeah, know if it was a fluke was last a... year or if the fluke is going to flip. Uh, whatever. Well, but that again, division, still, that division had something. They still haven't even really gotten them the weapons that you think they would have. Uh, they haven't. Again, I think there's almost a hundred percent guarantee they draft or maybe move up and get the best receiver in the draft. We need more no of a choice. Yeah, you're gonna have to work on they a bit more to. over the defense and offensive line as well. They've lost yeah, a few know, gaps there I, as well. No. They need to give him a weapon. Like 15 touchdowns is not enough. You can't have Daniel Jones running for 800 yards every year. It's just not sustainable. Yeah. Well, Jerry Judy. I mean, the Browns are looking for him. Maybe he'd fit with the Giants. Yeah, maybe. Hopkins. I mean, let's talk about Hopkins for a second. Because Buffalo, I mean, we're we're talking about the uh, marquee. Because this guy is going to cost you $30 million, You know, $34 yeah. probably yeah. if you can bury it. But $30 million. Right. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Um, and, and they're looking for a second, third rounder for him, the 30 million. Yeah, you can you can do stuff with that. You can restructure and, ex- and extend it. Not, not be that it's like hiding a side bitch. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's... that's exactly. That's what the, that's <laughs> what the whole I'm going to get you an apartment is. in the city. <laughs> the whole salary cap is like the second family. You go visit. Yeah. So just put the money there. Just going to hide um, it. You're just going to pick it up from Morocco. I think if I'm Buffalo, I don't see how you can't not do this. I think. Well, if you're going to go for it, I mean, he's the guy to go well, for what it you with. Saw, what you saw last year is you saw uh, three out of the four teams that had two great receivers. And I think in today's NFL, just yeah. having one and a pretty good one isn't enough because. Yeah. Diggs and Hopkins. Oh. Diggs and Hopkins is going to instantly make that team. Chubb and Hunt look like the worst detective agency ever. You know, the <laughs> thing is, you, you can get him, yeah, because if his contract is big, he's 31 yeah. years old, and he came off the injury in the PED suspension. So, yeah. I don't think it's going to be anything like that. I think it might be something like a fourth and a player um, mm. is what's going to take, but. I mean, you also have to be wary. Like, if you're Buffalo, if you're sitting there and you'd be complacent, Kansas City could just be like, yeah, we'll take them. All right, yeah. we'll give you a second. And then the Chiefs have them, and then you're like, oh, we're fucked for the. And then everyone yeah. in the league is like, great, great. The Chiefs have Hopkins. Because that's honestly is kind of what I'm waiting for to happen. I think everyone's kind of just being like, Buffalo, Buffalo. And I'm afraid Buffalo's going to be d- d- doing this, and then and all of a sudden the Chiefs get Odell Beckham and Hopkins, and you're like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, happening? yeah, for Chiefs fans, I mean, gotta... there was that silence last year because everyone talked Bengals, everyone talked Bills, and the Chiefs were silent and they came through uh, and dominated and won. And uh, so it comes back. It's like everyone now has to live up to them. That's the caliber. It's That's the level you got to go to. That's what you got to aspire to. Um, tough to beat, you know? Uh, and if they yes. get a lot of key, more talent, you know? Even if they even if they only win eleven, you know in the playoffs they're gonna they're really gonna get you. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we'll hear something in the next couple of days. It might even be till the draft, you know, because the draft last year is when a lot of the big moves happened, like the AJ Brown trade made and a lot of crazy things started happening on draft day. So maybe they're holding it for a little excitement, trying to work work out the contract stuff. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, but hopefully he- we hear something. 
Yeah, no, it, I'm sure and everyone pay attention to this podcast because we're we're at least five days behind all the news. Um, <laughs> uh, Philadelphia, Lane Johnson, one year, 33.4 million. Um, big player. Listen, dude's a beast. Beast? Dude's a beast. A lot of money. Hasn't given up, hasn't given up a sack in two years. Like, no, I know. Epitome of, like, that's what, that's what else do you have to say if you're the offensive line? It's like there you go, and Maybe that's what it comes down to. Maybe. So, would you rather have a Lane Johnson or would you rather have like this a running back who doesn't <laughs> score? It's like I keep the quarterback Everyone always safe. Johnson. Yeah, of course, and that's that's what yeah. we're starting to see in the realism of the NFL. That's it, and it also just shows like how important it is to find these guys because they, they do not grow on trees. They're very difficult yeah. to find a dominant left or right tackle. And it's one of the reasons why Jalen Hurts had such a good season. Because yeah. of that offensive line. Now, the Eagles also picked up uh, Terrell Edmonds, who was a former number one pick uh, from Pittsburgh. Adding yeah. him to the team. Tremaine no, Edmonds' the- brother. Tremaine Edmonds' brother. Yeah. And- yeah, no, it's, you know, he's he's been all right. He's not, again, because they lost Gardner Johnson, who went to Detroit. They let a lot of guys go. So I think Philly's, I think because Philly has to worry about. Oh, yeah, Philly had like 12 goals. main guys or something like that that left. Uh, but they, they so, have been putting the pieces together. And, you know, you look at Howie and the way that they've done it. Eagles have got a very smart front office, which I think a lot of people are kind of jealous of, but the way that they were technically in a rebuilding year and still able to, to make it to the Super Bowl. It's like, ah, and we yeah. still got more draft picks and stuff to happen. Um, and that team is always going to be dangerous um, for many years. Yeah. Um, and also the Tush Push. Did you see this? Uh, tush Push is um, it's, it's, it's still a go. I don't uh, think they're going to do anything. Again, not that many teams do it. And I think... Uh, I think it's a rugby thing. They use it well. Philadelphia used it. But uh, why not? Yeah. Why wouldn't you use it? You know, it's a... Use a rugby scrum in that in that formation. Yeah. It's stupid. Like let's see, like if next year every team uses it, and never fails. Like it has like a ninety nine percent, like a ninety yeah. percent success rate. Then you look at it, but but it's a but meat now, factory when you when you're getting guys grinding them in. Yeah, I got guys pushing around. Yeah, you're not gonna always want to do it because everybody gets slaughtered in that thing. It's a yeah, triangle of sadness on both sides. Yeah. <laughs> um. Look, we're going to end the, the podcast for soon. We've had a good one. Robbie Gould. Robbie Gould. <laughs> Robbie what Gould. Way to end it? End it no, let's just, uh, we could go on a dance night. I'm not going to talk about it. Sarah. We'll end on Robbie no, Gould. God, Who, Gould. Let's, 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 I'll do a Robbie Gould story because I'll tell everyone. Uh, I was doing it uh, in, in Chicago for a tourism conference. And one of the options was to get a tour of Soldier Field. And giving the tour was going to be Robbie Gould. And I'm with all these That's people. That's what they do. Kickers, and I guess if you want to get paid, you got to give tours as well. So, right. and it's in March, and like <laughs> nobody knew who he was. And I, as soon as I got in the bus, he's sitting on the bus like a school bus, and I sit right behind him. And I was like, I start like, hey man, and I just start like, I'm going to be your best friend. And so, do Soldier Field, he is giving me like everyone else is sort of lagging behind. I'm like, so tell me about this game. So tell me about this. Got pictures. He was the sweetest guy. He also said he's the best golfer in all the NFL, and he said that no one could beat him. Um, I really nice. respect the guy. I hope he comes back to the Bears. I would really like to see Robbie Gould. You know, it's five and a half million, but I think the Chicago Bears should bring back good. Robbie Gould. This is, this is, we've had kicking problems all the time since we lost Robbie Gould. I think the Bears need to bring back Robbie Gould. That's, that is the way to end a podcast. It is. Please, and, Bears, bring back And I will Robbie. put pictures of me and Robbie Gould up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
Um, I have tagged him on things. And your OnlyFans. Uh, yeah, yeah seriously, only I am on his OnlyFans all the time. You want to see me <laughs> kick a pumpkin? Want to see me kick a cupcake? <laughs> oh, Robbie, kick more cupcakes. Kick a thousand cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs>